0: The TNT shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member. And we don't mean your Aunt Dolores. You stink. The TNT shop has it all at TNTradio.live. Political neutrality. Not with Timothy Shea. This is The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Good evening. Welcome
1: to The Reckoning. It started under Bill Clinton. Before Bill Clinton, America never allowed big pharma to advertise on television or in newspapers or in other media. Your doctor was in charge of determining which drugs were best for you. But no, Bill Clinton knew better. The brightest boys in the room knew better. Well, we all know now, most of us knew then that it wasn't a matter of free speech it wasn't a matter of deciding that big pharma should be allowed to seed the airwaves with incessant ads to the point where you cannot watch more than 10 minutes of commercial television without seeing a big pharma ad on some channel no it was a payoff everybody knew that it was a payoff to the mega donors in the ads although ubiquitous, aren't about selling drugs. No, they're about co-opting the media. If one of your largest, if not the largest advertiser that your station or your newspaper has is Big Pharma, if Big Pharma is contributing more to the bottom line than the cable services which carry your channels, how much independence is that reportage going to have? How hard are the morning shows and the evening news and the late night so-called comedy shows going to go after big pharma or talk about the pandemic of excess deaths that we're seeing globally? There's been a marked silence on all of those issues and others relating to big pharma. I wonder why that is. I used to work for a local newspaper in the mid 80s while I was in graduate school. And it's always been about money. We were a Newhouse newspaper. And when the boys from Newhouse came in, they didn't go see the publisher first. They didn't go see the editor of the morning paper or the editor of the evening paper, because we were two independent newspapers run by the same corporation. No, they went in to the vice president for advertising's office and they met with him for three hours they went over the books they looked at every show it's broken down by which shows were generating what revenues which papers were which ads were running better than other ads and then they would go upstairs to see the publisher and each of the editors curiously None of those meetings lasted three hours in total, much less a piece. Media has always been about money, and that's what Big Pharma was counting on when they inveigled Bubba into allowing the United States to be the only country other than New Zealand on the entire planet to allow Big Pharma advertising. It's been a failed experiment for almost 30 years, the Demic showed us the tragic consequences that can result when we have a media that's co-opted by big pharma dollars. It's time to say no. It's time to say enough. It's time to say no more. We need to end big pharma advertising in the United States. And we need more media to be like TNT. TNT is an independent global news talk station that does what others only say that they do. TNT is a live radio and TV broadcaster that simply tells the truth 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No one in the world does what we do, crisscrossing the globe, providing credible news and opinion all day and all night, seven days a week. In two and a half years, TNT has become a credible and exciting platform with brilliant hosts and staff. But it's a critical time in our history, and we must continue to call out the misinformation and propaganda from mainstream media and their powerful sponsors. We're now appealing to our many friends and supporters around the world to go to TNTradio.live and make a small donation to TNT while we seek the right investors to continue our important mission. Lighting the fuse of freedom at today's news talk, TNT. Russia, gas prices, COVID mandates.
2: It just doesn't seem like anybody's doing anything about it. Today's News Talk Radio,
1: TNT. On Tuesday, New York Attorney General and wannabe Sith Lord Letitia James revealed her intent to seize former President Donald Trump's buildings and assets if he can't pay the penalty in his civil fraud case. Here with the story, joining me now is TNT News producer Adam Clark, aka Ruckus.
3: Tisk tisk tisk, Timothy. If anyone in this story looks like a Sith Lord, it's definitely the Supreme Court Justice Arthur Engeron. No, he's the Crypt
1: Keeper's stunt double, man. Come on.
3: Yeah, but he looks like the wrinkly old Emperor Palpatine. He, he does I've look like pictures. Emperor
1: Palatine. I will grant you that, yes.
3: I don't know what's up with this, but I've seen pictures of that guy at the gym, like shirtless, and I'm scarred for life. But anyway, uh, regardless, he, he is, of course, the one uh, who... Uh, has ordered uh, the former president to pay nearly $355 million and barred Trump from doing business in New York state for three years. Uh, And of course, uh, New York attorney general, uh, Letitia James is absolutely thrilled. uh, And she's a confident woman. She's confident about something. Uh, She's confident. She's going to be able to steal property from Trump uh, if he doesn't pay up. Yep. Uh, During an interview with ABC News, Ms. James said that it was, quote, really not my business, end quote, if President Trump doesn't have the money to pay the penalty, while also noting that she has her eyes on the Trump building in lower Manhattan. She said, quote, if he does not have funds to pay off the judgment, then we will seek, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court, and we will ask the judge to seize his assets. We are prepared to make sure that the judgment is paid to New Yorkers. And yes, I look at 40 Wall Street each and every day, end quote, that is in reference to the Trump building. Uh, She looks at it, huh? Now we know what goes through her head when she sees it. Boy, I'd like to just see that taken from him. Uh, President Trump's attorneys have vowed to appeal the case. He and his attorneys have described The whole thing is a, quote, unquote, political witch hunt and the verdict as, quote, manifest injustice, end quote. Throughout the trial, the Trump team accused Justice Engeron of judicial malpractice, and the president has asserted that he should be the one being awarded damages. Responding to the Trump camp's intention to appeal and their sentiment, Miss James expressed confidence that her office would prevail. She said, quote, I cannot be paralyzed by fear, and I cannot allow anyone to bully me into silence, and I cannot allow anyone to have a chilling effect on the work that I do, and this office does each and every day, end quote. President Trump's legal team has argued that no fraud occurred and that the state attorney general failed to prove intent to defraud. He has said that there were, quote, no victims because the banks make a lot of money, end quote. In her comments on February 20th, Ms. James rejected such arguments, reportedly saying that financial fraud is not a victimless crime. The attorney general reportedly said that leveling the playing field is within her wheelhouse and that if the average person isn't allowed to inflate the value of their assets to secure loans, then neither should President Trump. Ms. James brought the lawsuit against Trump and his co-defendants in 2022. Justice Engeron found President Trump liable and ruled that he inflated his assets to get better loans weeks before the trial began. In addition to civil fraud cases, President Trump faces four criminal cases ahead of the elections this year. These include a case related to quote-unquote hush money payments before the 2016 elections, two cases related to his attempts to challenge the results of the 2020 elections, and a case relating to the handling of classified documents. Which uh, will probably proceed since he apparently is not some sort of bumbling old man with a memory problem like the current president. Uh, Regardless, Trump recently called for an end to the legal cases against him, alleging that they amount to election interference against the Republican 2024. Presidential frontrunner, he declared in a post, his Truth Social on February 19th, quote, this is communism and a threat to democracy. All political prosecutions of your favorite president, me, must stop immediately. We are in the middle of an election, perhaps the most important election in the history of our country, and these radical left lunatic prosecutors and judges are are not allowed to be doing this," end quote. I will note though, uh, surprisingly, that not a single of those words, Timothy, were in all caps. I'm a little surprised. What do you think about this story though?
1: Well, there's so much here to unpack. First of all, this is what you get when you get a check the box attorney general who ran on basically conducting a targeted assassination, legal assassination of the president of the United States. Tish James ran on, I will get Trump. And she took a law and completely flipped it on its head. The law is not a fraud law. It's not a consumer protection law. The entire theory of the case is upside down and backwards. It's going to be reversed on appeal. And she's premature of thinking that she's going to get her mitts on 40 wall because Donald Trump is going to come up with the money and i think i know how he might do it i think he might go to deutsche bank and zurich the two financial institutions he allegedly defrauded and i think he's going to obtain a loan against all of his new york city properties as collateral for the 355 million dollars that will be the biggest in your face in american legal history. If he can get Zurich and Deutsche Bank to pay his fee, his, to pay his fine, which by the way, isn't paid. It, it, it doesn't go to New York automatically. It gets put into escrow pending the outcome of the appeal. See, that's how this works. People say, well, that's not fair that he's got to pay the fine before the appeal. He's not paying it to New York state. He's putting it into escrow. It's an account the state can't get their mitts on. So Deutsche Bank and Zurich, that would be wonderful for their business to do this. And here's why. Tish James is wrong. And again, this is what you get when you get a check-the-box attorney general. And Tish, if you're not a check-the-box law school admission, show me your LSAT scores and your undergraduate transcript. While you're at it, show your law school transcript if if you're the the smartest legal beagle on the East Coast. No. No she won't because she knows what they would show she got there by checking the correct series of boxes and you can see the hate spewing from her eyes it doesn't even spew it just flows like lava when she talks about no man is above the law well yeah but what law donald trump hasn't broken any law he's not been charged with breaking any law he's not been convicted of breaking any law this is a charade designed solely to get Trump off his game. Well, Tish, you might be a heavyweight in the women's dress section, but you're not a heavyweight in the New York City business community. Donald Trump, I guarantee, is five steps ahead of this woman and this ridiculous judge. And Adam, I'm willing to compromise. We can have Judge Enger on. Instead of being the Crip stunt double, I, I will willingly accede to him being emperor palatine but i still insist that attorney general tish james be darth vader
3: okay that's a good one all right i can see that that would work um here's the the funny thing for me actually about all of this is the fact that um if i'm not mistaken i mean there is a silver lining to this but attorney general positions are elected right this is yes. an elected official yeah. we're speaking yeah, about and this well then she
1: ran on this was her platform
3: there you go there's the good news, everybody. We got to make lemonade when we can, Timothy, because we get pinged all the time by all these lemons. Um, we we have proof that an elected official is staying true to their their promises, what they ran on. So I'll give her that. Okay. That's about all uh, I can give her, though. <laughs> yeah, because she's wrong
1: on the law here, and here's why. Again, it's not a consumer protection law. And she's wrong to say if the public can't do it, neither should Donald Trump. Well, guess what? The public can do it, Tish. You see if you weren't a check the box law school admission and if you had any business experience you would know that the way that loans work is you put an estimated value for your collateral on the loan application and then the bank does what's called due diligence tish due diligence you know like you should have done before you brought this case that's why there's no fraud donald trump didn't receive a loan for the valuation he submitted to the bank he received a loan based on the bank's evaluation
3: of his properties, not his. Who's the guy from Shark Tank they call Mr. Wonderful? It's Kevin something. Oh, Kevin O'Leary. Yeah, Kevin O'Leary. Yeah, I just... I just watched a bit by him and he he was breaking it down to uh I think he was on CNN or one of the lefty yeah. programs and the host yeah. was just absolutely wanted to cry. Uh but yeah, he pointed out the fact that this it will actually have a chilling effect on real estate developers and that he said, he said, Stret, do you think that I ever after this that I want to do business in New York? You're crazy. So wow. And this is way exactly go, why
1: Yeah, and this is exactly what I meant when I said Deutsche Bank and Zurich uh lending. Donald Trump, the $355 million against his New York properties would be good for their business. Because what they'd be doing is reestablishing the fact that banks get to set valuations, not the attorney general, and that it would stimulate real estate investment in New York and deals in New York. If we can shut this case down, get it overturned on appeal and get a definitive declaration of law, that the banks set uh, loan valuations, not the attorney general. So I I think it's in Deutsche Bank's and Zurich's interest. Uh, You you might say, well, they don't want to get involved in politics here, which just proves that it's political. But I think it'd be great for their business to lend Donald Trump the money because it would be again coming out like they did in the trial, saying there was no fraud here, and here we're willing to put our money where our mouth is. I think they would gain a lot of clients by doing that.
3: That that it would be interesting. We'll keep an eye on that. But I I'd also seen uh, a story the other day that said that there's a Kickstarter campaign that somebody started to help Donald Trump pay for his legal fees. So if the banks don't help him out, there's always the fact that the American public will. Timothy.
1: And you know maybe he uses his sneaker prof- profits from last uh, Saturday's uh, sneaker con. Adam, thanks for a great story. You're listening to the Reckoning on Today's News Talk TNT.
0: TNT's Chris Smith.
1: You
4: know, there's nothing humane in the boat people, people smuggler trade, nothing, in hu- nothing humane about it or compassionate about it at all. This has always been one of the great delusions of the left. And if they didn't learn that lesson from the tragedy of the uh, Rudd and Gillard government, when over a thousand people drowned on, on, on the oceans to the north of Australia, if they didn't learn that lesson of a thousand people, including women and children, drowning, well, they're very slow learners and they're bound to repeat that mistake. But that's because their ideology superseded the practicalities of the issue, right? Yeah, absolutely. Albanese from the left was always ideologically bound, almost fanatical, hysterical, about saying if you don't believe in taking all the refugees, then you're some sort of barbarian or racist the bigot from Western Sydney.
0: Chris Smith on today's news
2: talk, TNT. Affordable housing. We can build that. Sustainable housing, we can build that. At MIT Modular, we understand the importance of housing for all and the importance of design, cost, and functionality. Our goal is to meet the needs of our growing population by converting shipping containers to livable units. If you're like-minded and in a position to invest in something meaningful and life-changing, we want to hear from you. We are a team of professional architects, engineers, and financial and tax experts dedicated to offering unique solutions that provide a brighter future. Our Opportunity Zone Fund offers investors both real estate and operating business diversification, five-year tax deferral on capital gains, annual tax benefits, and ultimately tax-free appreciation potential. There are Opportunity Zones all over America. If you're interested in learning more about our services, need affordable housing, or want to participate in creating a new vision for tomorrow, give us a call in the U.S. on 385-985-5702 or read more at MITModular.com. MIT Modular. We can build that.
4: It sounds pretty really good. It sounds real, dude. Not bad, huh?
0: This is today's News Talk Radio. TNT.
1: Dr. Jason Dean is a husband, father, and doctor calling out the medical and pharmaceutical cartels. He's best known for helping people reverse chronic health issues without resorting to big pharma solutions. For 19 years, Jason and his wife have operated Palmer Natural Health, the largest nutrition and chiropractic office in the world, using whole food nutrition and quantum nutrition. Dr. Dean is the creator and host of BraveTV.com and the owner of a revolution, Health. BraveTV is a media and content channel for restoring the American Republic by providing education on health freedom, constitutional learning, and maximizing knowledge. I'd like to welcome back to The Reckoning, my good friend, Dr. Jason Dean.
5: Good to be back. Good to see you, sir. How you been?
1: I've been well, thanks. It's great to see you. Uh, very excited for tonight's conversation vein viewer system just when you thought you'd seen it all in the world of science gone mad along comes a new way to monitor and spy on you what is this vein viewer system
5: well i unintentionally fell upon this <laughs> and the, sometimes the research isn't uh, something i'm trying to do you just going down these rabbit holes of technology and watching what the deep state globalists do you stumble on new things. And so the vein viewer, it's really a push. And, and I guess I should probably kind of go backwards a little bit before I go forwards. It's it's a push towards this technocracy future. But they've been working on this for decades upon decades because it actually is involved in uh, biometrics. And their goal, this is, and this is how you enslave a nation, this is how you, you enslave a, a planet, is you get people into a biometrics situation where everything is owned. So your, all your data, specifically in the biometric world, your fingerprints and your eyes, your retina. Um, now with blood, this is a whole other part. So they're actually able to already do this because they're using nanotechnology, which has been our food system for a long period of time, decades, if not more. Uh, vaccines, it's been there for a long period of time. Medications as well. Through chemtrails, water systems, this is the different ways they do it. Soil as well. And ultimately, their goal is to put, and I say this lightly, put the doctor in the body. <laughs> so Timothy, instead of going to the doctor and actually running objective tests, running a blood test, uh, vitals, blood pressure, you name it, which is the way it's always been done, and it works. Instead, we're putting the technology in the body. So with this this actual blood scanner, they're putting high-definition cameras that are nano-size into the bloodstream that's run on an AI software and also can be run through mobile or cell phones. So long-term, but let's say the short-term. Short-term, they can literally see your vascular system. They can see through it and inside of it. They can find out if the drugs have been taken or medications have been taken that you're supposed to take. And they can actually see where your bloodstream is going to carry it just by looking through these cameras, which is, again, tied to the cellular networks and cell phones. Long term, they have AI software built into this. And the AI software will, will attempt to predict not only where someone can get an injection, where blood can be taken from in the system, but long term, it actually, it actually traces the biometrics of your blood because everyone's blood is very different. So. This is how deep they're going with this. Tim is literally tracking and covering long-term a person, their health, but also if you put biometrics to it, you can add you can attach payment systems as well and other different things that, you know, control our our people and our economy.
1: And we shouldn't be surprised they use media, particularly television, movies and music to soften the playing field, if you will, the way that artillery softens the battlefield before the infantry invades. We had the tricorder in Star Trek. We had the movie Inner Space, which is about people shrunken down and entering the the body using a, a little submarine. We've seen this before. There's a pill that you can swallow that will scope out your digestive system. And it's no surprise that they've tried to scale this down to the nano size. I mean, that's what Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was all about, right? And even the um, Ant-Man, the uh, Marvel movie. So it's normal. I mean, I I I hear I heard this story. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense that, that that's what they're doing. And at the same time, it's terrifying because these people feel entitled and this is what scares me jason it's the entitlement they feel to do these things and to inflict these on on the american public and what's the matter with you why wouldn't you want this this is this is for your benefit and what's scary the scamdemic showed us way too many people are going to say oh yeah that sounds like a good idea and then they're going to start to shame those of us who refuse to and then are we going to be uh, shut out of payment systems? Or are we going to be shut out of tra- modes of travel, et cetera? Uh, the, I keep saying it, but these people looked at 1984, Brave New World, and Blade Runner as though they were training manuals.
5: Hundred percent, and and let me tell you, let me let me let me track for people different ways this is going um, from a Let's public. Let's do that
1: after to... these headlines, because that's going to be sure. an in-depth. In-depth dig. Uh, you're listening to The Reckoning on today's News Talk TNT.
5: We interrupt this program. Here we go. This is huge, huge, huge news.
2: Huge, huge, huge news. Huge. You need to listen to this now. TNT Radio News for TNT. This is James O'Neill. During a hearing at London's Royal Courts of Justice, U.S. representatives argued for the extradition of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange on espionage charges related to the 2010 leaks. Donald Trump's attorney is seeking a counter-judgment in the $355 million civil fraud case against the former president, challenging the fairness of the New York City civil court's ruling and ban on Trump from conducting business in the state globalist agendas,
0: democratic rights at risk, corruption,
2: propaganda.
0: It never stops. For the news and views silenced by the mainstream media, by government and corporations, vote one. TNT TNT Radio. Radio. Free speech always has a home here. Stay up to date with the latest live news and current affairs delivered by our lineup of expert commentators and hosts. Listen to TNT Radio anywhere you go. Ask Alexa or Google to play TNT Radio or download the TNT Radio app for free from the app store or Google play today's news talk. This is TNT radio. Jason break down this vein viewer system
1: for me. Like I just signed up to get my ninth booster shot.
5: (laughs) Yeah. I try to keep a straight face. Five-year-olds
1: are smarter. We can no longer say, explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old.
5: 100%. (laughs) So now I, I want to take you down two pathways on this. Uh, the first one, the public. Now, I don't know about you and, and where you live or or the viewers out there. Uh, I'm in the central Florida area, Orlando. We're we're a very red area for the most part. There's a small little piece. It's very blue, but like the rest is, is burgundy red. When I go to, let's say I'm on the road and I'll drive and I'll stop by a Whole Foods, right? And you go in there and they've had this for at least a year now, I think. You go in and you go to a self-checkout area and they have, well, you can put your credit card in one spot, but the nun right next to it is you can actually have it read your palm. Now, I don't do this. <laughs> I have not set this up. I teach my daughter. I showed my wife. I teach my daughter. We're not going to use that because literally it has you set up your payment system, just like your phone, set up your payment system. But with it, you just go in, you put your hand down and it reads the handprint, because obviously we have very different skin. We have different prints, fingerprints, etc. That's the public one. They're slowly, they're, they're migrating us over a transition from where we are. And you can see this in credit cards too. So we were swiping credit cards, right? Mm-hmm. Then we went to this new chip and everyone was like, oh, we backed off a little bit on the chip. The chip's a little strange, right? <laughs> but then slowly we're like, you know what? The chip actually is, I like the chip a little better. It works longer. It doesn't wear off. Well when they did that then slowly they went to the tap. Right now I pushed I pushed back against the tap for a while. I didn't like this contactless paying with my credit card. It's a card. Why can't we put it in the chip? However, there are some places where the chip's not working. So we do tap and the tap goes really quick to the point where we're like wow, this really works nice. This this is faster, it's easier to do that. Their goal long term is to slowly transition us into this palm reading, fingerprint reading, retina scan reading. Last time I flew out uh, Orlando, bigger airport, they already had the biometric scanners set up. They're not working yet, but they have them set up, ready to go for ticketless travel. So this is already being put into place. I mean, it's ready to go within the next several months, year. I don't know when they're going to actually put it in place, but it's ready to go. From a public standpoint, Timothy, I can see where they're going with this and the fact that tied to payment systems, tied to probably government, your, your real ID, which is coming for many people. It's not there yet, but we've had in Florida, we've had the real ID uh, that you have to get for the longest period of time from a public standpoint, they're slowly pushing us into this now nanotech vaccines. I mean, I don't know if you've seen it, but the videos are out there where they're literally pulling gigantic amyloid nanoproteins out of people that, that are essentially clots, but they're really not clots because clots are actually dark red, like blood. And these are literally silicone type filaments, right? And now that's the public. Let me go to the doctor side. We're already seeing this in doctor world, what they're going to do. And that's where this HD vein technology works. We used to be able to take vitals with a blood pressure cuff, take a pulse, pretty simple. All stuff I could literally do with only one or two pieces of simple equipment. Well, long-term, what they're doing is they're already, they've already they already done this. They've actually turned the pacemakers and defibrillators that people have installed. They've already turned those into Wi-Fi that you can do from a distance. They also—they already have Bluetooth um, hearing aids, which I, I know people that have them in them. If you go to the Rand Corporation's website, it's R-A-N-D, Rand Corporation, you look it up, they have at least eight different devices ready to go that are actually going to, you'll be able to connect to a person from a distance without having to see them to know all their vitals, if they've taken their medications. Albert Borla of Pfizer at the World Economic Forum even a couple of years ago already stated the long-term goal is to have nanotechnology and these essential RFID chips, but from a nano standpoint, in the pills so that they know if someone took their medication or not, they will track with sensors from a distance. They will be able to control every aspect of your life. So one is public. That's going to make public easier. People are not, they don't want to pay. They don't want to pay hard. They don't want to take the card out of their pocket. They'll go right into this. But the doctor's standpoint, and if you go to Amazon right now, there's actually a, uh, there's a clinical part on Amazon now where you can not only do telehealth with Amazon from anywhere in the world, you can also get medic medications literally shipped to your doorstep. Do you see where this is globally going? They're going oh, yeah. to a, uh, a contactless world for public payment systems as well as doctors. And this should not only scare public, this should terrify doctors because ultimately what they're doing is they're trying to they're trying to insert their AI system into this. Take the doctor out of it, Timothy.
1: Unfortunately, too many doctors just don't care because they're no longer small businessmen and businesswomen. They're employees. And COVID showed us they're going to do whatever their bosses tell them to do. And the practice of medicine, the art of medicine is dead. We now have trained monkeys that go by computer-generated algorithms that are given to them by the insurance companies using ICD-9 and ICD-10 codes that have been established by the World Health Organization. Uh, There's no escaping it. Unless you do what Timbo does, Jason. I am an inveterate believer in good nutrition, taking care of myself. And I had a friend say, how come you never go to the doctor? I said, well, never sick. If I... Need something, I go to the doctor. I had a skin cancer erupt on my nose a couple of years ago. And so I promptly went to the doctor and gotten taken care of. But I'm on no prescriptions. Because if your prescription could be refilled, Jason, as you well know, it's not a cure. So the best way to deal with this is to take care of yourself and not to buy into the system. Unfortunately, too many tens of millions of people in our country are already
5: in the system. So what do they do? No, it's a great question. Um, and, and you're right, for anybody out there who has you know, been on our side in the very beginning, they've seen this coming from a mile away, they've been studying and researching like we have, absolutely keep pushing back against it. And, and I'm also of the belief, I'm not saying, and I'm not a, t- all technology is bad person. I mean, we're on technology right now, which Right, great. Sure. Yeah. I have a phone, I believe tools are neutral. Saying technology is gonna enslave you is like saying a gun kills somebody, it doesn't, it's the person, so right. it's a neutral technology. Right. These technologies could be used for good. Trust me. If I could if I could help somebody with their blood sugars from a distance, I still want to see them you know, in the office. But if I can monitor if they have a problem, we can say, hey, what's going on from a distance? That's all great. But you have to push back on it pulling you into a system where you have no choices. Because at the end right. of the day, free will and choices are, are what it's all about. So you get to do what you want to do. For example, if I don't want to go see a medical doctor, I don't have to go see a medical doctor. I can go see my chiropractor, my naturopath, my massage therapist, my other practitioner, whatever it may be. A DO. Oh, they're trying yeah. to push Yeah, they're trying to push everybody into required to see that medical doctor, required to see that psychiatrist for those drugs or whatever it may be. So that's part of it. Now, if you're in the part where you woke up, but unfortunately maybe a little late because maybe you have a side effect or an adverse reaction from the neurobioweapons that they gave out to everybody and you took it, because whether it's you know pay or vacation, I don't know. I'm, I'm not here to judge anymore that that that, that ship has sailed. Now you ha- your next decisions are that much more important. Okay, you, that much more important because now you have to find out, okay, how do we get this stuff out of our body? How do we not go in the next step of what they're trying to implement at this point? I mean, I just saw, uh, I believe it was the reach report the other day where they're tracking, they literally know now where essentially the luciferase or the light, the the uh, the chemical that they put in some of these vaccines is actually coming up on dark lights for people. So they are moving. I never expected this. They are moving so fast with this that it's almost unbelievable. I think they lured people into believing 2023. I'm sorry, 2030. I believe 2030 is actually like 2024, 2025. I think they pushed this timeline up faster. So ultimately, those who have it, you have to get healthier. Those who don't have it, I believe it's actually our responsibility now to push back harder against this and make sure we're not only not enslaving them further, but make sure we reject this system because that's ultimately what it comes down to. We, we have to stand for something again, Timothy, at the
4: end of the day.
1: We absolutely do. You're listening to today's news talk, TNT
0: weaponizing weather with reality and perspective.
4: I want you to consider this about the Trump verdict and the climate change agenda. In a nutshell, someone who had to jump through hoops to get financing, think about what you have to do to just... Get financing for your house, who made astronomical amounts of money for those people that loaned him the money, created jobs, created actual entities that benefited society, has been found guilty of fraud by people who never created a thing in their lives. And so they try to bankrupt him. And the fact that this is okay with a large segment of the population whether you love or hate Donald Trump is a sign. That unless this stops, the United States is finished. It's a Michael Mann verdict on steroids. Complete disregard for the facts. It stinks to high heaven, which I can't believe the people who are doing this, believe in by their actions. What does this have to do with the climate change agenda? Should be a warning shot to anyone refusing to play ball. JP Morgan is waking up. They've pulled out the $63 trillion Climate 100 organization, which are a bunch of major financial entities that are all in for using climate to reshape the new world order. Well, I have news for JP Morgan. If others wake up and start leaving, you're going to find you're in the Hotel California Finance with this. You can check out anytime you want, but you can never leave. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog Meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got.
3: The thing that drives me every day as a dad is him. Every day he's hungry for something. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that he's a good person. I think the advice I would give is you don't need to know all the answers. It's okay to make mistakes. As long as it's coming from love, then it kind of starts to work itself out.
0: Well, welcome to The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: Jason, what it all comes down to is a single word, trust. We no longer have trust in our doctors. We certainly have no trust in our government, our insurance companies, big pharma. The trust is gone. In fact, I often reference Paul Harvey's essay in the 1960s of If I Were the Devil, and at the end of the essay, after saying if he were the devil, all the things that he would do, he'd say, so what would the devil have done differently than what we have done to ourselves over the last 10 years? And I analogize that to the scamdemic. If you were to set out to destroy people's faith in the government, in big pharma, in their doctor, to disrupt that doctor-patient relationship, and trust in each other as citizens, what would you do differently than what the government did during COVID? And the answer, of course, is not a single thing. So how do we rebuild trust? Rebuild trust in our, our medical providers, rebuild trust in the system, rebuild trust in the government? Because you're right, tools That's a great are question. neutral, you, but we how- don't trust the people using the tools.
5: No, it, it's a, it's a, it's such a great question. You know, I I'm told every day, Timothy, by the way, just for the record, I'm told every day that medical doctors are retiring at a record pace. Some of them not of retirement age. What that no, means I'm is hearing you're it from right. my
1: friends in their early sixties. Yeah.
5: hundred percent. That means the entire system is actually imploding now. Part of me is happy about that because the system has destroyed so many people. And so many people are unaware of what's been happening in the last hundred years with Rockefeller medicine and everything that's gone on. But at the same time, I'm not an anti-medicine guy. I mean, there's a time and place for medication, there's a time and place for surgery, there's a time and place for medical doctors. I don't want them all leaving. I don't want the system imploding. I want it done correctly. So people aren't on a ton of medications at the end of the day and they're used properly. What I want, and I, and I think this is where trust is, is, I, is we actually need to see all the doctors from all different specialties come together, you know, put all the egos aside, which is very tough in the doctor world, and and, and come to a place of realizing, you know, and I, and I actually, I look back, um, which you probably have some knowledge on, the Eastern, Eastern world, where back in, you know, Asia, way before communism really took, took hold... Uh, the, the patient didn't pay unless they were kept, the the patient was kept healthy. The doctors actually had to perform and they actually had to practice and get a person healthy and keep them healthy to make sure that the the doctor was then taken care of. And I'm not saying that like people don't get paid and doctors aren't going to get paid, but where is the incentive right now for a person to stay healthy? Where is the incentive for that doctor to do a great job? And what I what I believe trust is, Timothy, and I think this is how trust is is reinstalled. One, I think pharma has to be knocked down to a knee, and I I think people need to understand and realize, not to take pharma out, but people need to realize that they've overdone it. And quite honestly, the profit came before the patient. That's what people need to realize, and trust is restored by I think some three-letter agencies, the NIH, the CDCs, the FDAs of the world, they've had crime on their hands for the last decade plus. For people to see that and being and, and there be an admittance of not necessarily guilt, but hey, things were not run properly. 80% of the people here were trying to do a good job, but we have people up at the top that we, we have to remove because they took this the wrong direction. When you do that, you take health care out of government, you take health care out of the constitution because it's not in there to start with. And then, you know, at the end of the day, doctors have to prove themselves out. You know, I say this all the time, Timothy, but um, I don't I don't work in the insurance world myself. So I actually have to get people better for them to either stay and/or tell other people that I know what I'm doing and they get healthy. I actually have to get a person healthy for them to pay me but also to tell others about that. There is an insurance system right now of medical doctors and pharmaceutical companies, et cetera, who it's just a revolving door. More people come in only because they're part of that insurance. That means the person's not getting well. The insurance company just funnels in more numbers, which means more pharmaceutical drugs being doled out to the public. It becomes like a Pez dispenser. I think trust comes from not necessarily imploding, I think, Timothy, honestly, lots of doctors have to become humbled and say, you know what? We didn't know. This is what we were taught. And when we did, we did know. We didn't always say something. And whether that builds trust or not, I think everyone has to come forward and say, you know what? Profits were be- were before patients, um, whether it's medical doctors, agricultural companies, you name it, for p- people to finally say, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna put a leash on you. We'll trust you for a little bit, but over the next decade plus, you're gonna have to prove yourself out again. I think that's really important. and I think all all doctors, all practitioners, all people in the healthcare field are going to have to finally put the things that to, to, you know put to the side, say, hey, it's been done wrong. Let's start working on doing it correctly.
1: I agree mostly. I differ in one respect. I think that government officials that were responsible for, these crimes need to go to prison. I think until I we agree. see people going to prison, like Anthony Fauci, like Deborah Burks, like all the people in NIH, uh, CDC, the three letter agencies that you mentioned, as well as the Ralph Barracks of the world and the people in the, the private contractor world. I also want to see a repeal of the laws. We have one on the books here in New York state that prohibits doctors from forming Group partnerships in owning surgical centers and everything has to be owned by a hospital here now. And doctors can only be employees. And that's just wrong.
5: I I, I actually don't agree. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't disagree. You're absolutely correct. And I would also say I do agree with what you originally said. Honestly, I'm at the point they have they have destroyed what healthcare is. It's a crime against humanity what happened. And I do believe whether it's tribunals or something, something has to happen to these people at the top. I'm in complete agreement with you.
1: You know, that that doesn't surprise me. We usually are on the same side of the coin. Um, what else is going on? We've got, uh, it's an interesting time to be alive. We've got disease X and a new China virus. And amazingly, Jason, they already have a vaccine for disease X, but they don't even know what the X stands for yet.
5: Oh gosh, you know what's what's fascinating about this, and and I guess it's just part of the game that I study in. But you know, with Disease X came out, they're they're modernizing the entire system. So I don't know if you've seen this, but. And Bill Gates actually talked about this probably a month ago now when he was at Davos. He actually said, because they knew that people became vaccine hesitant, which is the dumb word, meaning I wouldn't call it vaccine hesitant. I would call it waking up to what a bioweapon is, right? But they said, well, vaccine hesitant, people don't want a needle anymore. So we're going to make a patch. And that's exactly what they're working on, Timothy. Vaxxas is one of the companies spelled V-A-X-X-A-S. Uh, There's several other ones as well, but that's probably the big main one that the Gates Foundation is also pushing money into. The NIH is working along with them. The HHSs are working along with them. Money is being funneled from our government right now under executive orders and Operation Warp Speed to these companies. They're working on a typhoid vaccine already, influenza, I think uh, measles, rubella, and also the COVID-19 one. So they already have all those ready to go. They actually showed it at Davos in a little bit of a kind of a TikTok type video they are they're doubling down they're they're tripling quadrupling down timothy pharma wh- pharma does not plan on admitting any faults at this point not only are they not admitting they're doubling tripling down on this patch to the point where and this is what i see happening because this is going to cause this is going to create so many more profits for them and again i don't want this to occur but i want people to look this up you can go look it up yourself it's all out there ultimately they want this delivered to your doorstep. Again, they want to take the doctor out of out of this. And and again, I, I'm very transparent about this. I'm not a vaccine person. I'm a chiropractor, so I'm in that. I'm in that crazy anti-vax world. Have been for a long period of time. But the whole point is, no matter if you are or not, you should always have choice. That the, there should be nothing forced upon you. So what do they well, do? Well,
1: Not just choice, but informed consent. And there's no information going to patients. Absolutely. So the, the box insert for the COVID vaccine
5: was intentionally left blank. And it said intentionally left blank. A hundred percent. So what do they do? People don't like the needle anymore. They're 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 they've pushed back against the COVID war. So what do they do? Let's go to a patch. There's no pain anymore right? There's no pain anymore. It's super easy. You just put it on. Now we don't even need the doctor to do it for you. What if we, Timothy, deliver it right to your doorstep and all you have to do is put it on you and your kids and, oh, hey, don't worry. Your kids don't want to put it on. Well, we'll just put a nice friendly cartoon character on there so they, they, yeah. they, they want like a to put it on Flintstone's battery.
1: Uh, a, a oh. bandage. Yeah. <laughs> We're
5: yeah. going to go from Flintstone vitamins to Flintstone vaccines. Watch.
1: Yeah. You know, the battery, the, uh, I keep saying battery, the bandages, right? The, like the the bandage strips, we get a a little Flintstone, uh, a patch. I I think that we can add They're
5: playing human psychology against us. That's what they're doing. Sure. Of course.
1: Well, I think we could just add another S to the end of that product name. And we've got our name for the people that actually use it, right? (laughs) The vax asses. So- Here's the fundamental misunderstanding. Does he really misunderstand it? Of course not. But this is a psyop. This is how, oh, well, people are vaccine hesitant. You're right. It's, we're not hesitant. It's, I, I call it vaccine aware. So it has nothing to do with the needle, Bill, and you know it. You're just trying to make it easy peasy. And as Jason says, take the doctor out of the equation. But Jason, here's the, here's the question, the $64 million question. What happens to people that have immediate negative impact Uh, or effect from the patch, and they're there in their home all alone. There's another statistic for you. And guess what? Bill Gates and Big Pharma couldn't care less.
5: I just was told today. Now, I don't necessarily believe numbers, but this is what I was told. So I'm going to round down for what I think it really is. I guess the CDC put out that 80% of Americans took at least one covid bioweapon shot. Now, I don't necessarily think 80% is a real number because I know a lot of lots were not used and just be, they put it out there, they count it. But let's say conservatively 50 to 60% took it, which I think is a real possible number. I think that's yeah. The adverse reactions are going crazy. There people are dying all over the place. It's obviously occurring. We know it's there. The media won't play it. Okay, so we have that. Well, now what happens? You're right what happens when they make this less intrusive and they just say it's a patch and what happens when well they're already the pharma companies already have no responsibility for the regular vaccines now we put the patches on right they're going to have even less responsibility for these because right. they'll make they'll make sure the adverse reactions fall under just a small autoimmune situation people are already sick they're already eating crappy food they're ca- got crappy drinks they're taking tons of medications the problem is we have such a sick population in America now. I don't know if they they know what new sick is when these come along. That's my concern, Timothy. So I, I agree. What happens? No one is being held responsible. And if they are, you know what they do, Timothy? They create a taxpayer-funded situation because, God right. forbid, we actually penalize pharma companies.
1: Exactly. And Look, they're going to, you know, as well as I do what they're going to do. They're going to say it was a patient compliance problem. The patient didn't use the patch correctly because as you, right. as you can imagine, putting a patch on your skin is, that requires a PhD, Jason.
5: <laughs> it's, it's it's, so, I laugh, not because I think it's funny because this is, we are at the comedy part of this. I mean, at this yeah. point, I mean, you're watching what's going on in the news every day. I'm watching that. I'm watching X and, and it is. I walk outside and I have a hard time sometimes working and talking with the public because I still can't figure out how they're not waking up to this, Timothy. How how has the clown show not alerted at least half the population at this point?
1: Well, Jason, one of my mantras is that stupid needs to hurt more, and it really does.
5: I would would agree with that. Unfortunately, I don't like that, but I would agree with that. No, but you know...
1: They won't let me dope slap people. They'll call it a battery. So <laughs> we need people's own stupidity to hurt them more.
5: It's uh, it. It goes back to that. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not a Darwin guy. But what is it? Darwin's law, where you know, you climb up to the top of a 50 foot statue and you fall off. Bad things happen. I don't know how hard right. that is to figure out. Oof, gravity.
1: That's Darn right. that gravity. We need. We need to outlaw gravity, Jason. Gravity's killing too many people. Speaking of people falling, have you seen the new, uh, they look like commas or or, or parentheses on their side that they're putting along the top of the border wall?
5: No, I haven't seen this.
1: Yes, to prevent people from using grappling hooks to get up and uh, apparently several people have fallen from the 30 foot height and they want to now, doctors in San Diego are saying they're inundated with, with people with spinal injuries, and everything else because they've fallen from the wall we need to tear down that wall it's creating too many <laughs> it's like you just can't make this stuff up it's like we really need as a society Jason to get to the find out portion of the game
5: can we put either spikes at the bottom of the wall or even before the wall so they can't get to the wall that would be great like I, I don't well, want to be I don't want to I'm you thinking know. Claymore's but that's just me I don't want to I don't want to sound gruesome and gross, but at the same time, if they can't even get to the wall, maybe we're a step we're a step ahead of them at this point.
1: Absolutely. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, You got anything else? We got a minute left.
5: You know, it comes down to personal responsibility, man, just like you and I always talk for together. This is what it comes down to. You know, it's you said earlier and talked about some sci fi stuff. A lot of people, it's takes me a little bit of time to get this across people because people think this sounds too sci-fi, too Star Wars, too Star trek But I'll be honest with you, everybody, as I tell everybody, go look it up. Go search it yourself. Everything we talked about today, you will be unpleasantly surprised that, sure, it is Star Trek-y, it is Star Warsy. This is real stuff, everybody.
1: It absolutely is real. And if you want to find out more, uh, you can follow Jason on Truth Social, Insta X at Dr. Jason Dean, just the way it sounds. J A S O N D E A N. Jason, you're a great friend and always a great guest. You're welcome back on the reckoning anytime. Let's talk soon.
5: I appreciate it, Timothy. As always, keep up a great job.
1: Thank you so much. That's it for tonight's reckoning on today's news talk. Stay tuned for the Havorier Moritz show. I'm Timothy Shea. Until next time, God bless you. God bless these United States. Keep fighting a good fight